Evening prayer starts on page 22. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses. Though we have rebelled against him, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And there is and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 36, uh, beginning with the fifth verse, is on page 384. And then we will move to Psalm 138 on page 513. Beginning with Psalm 36, 5. Thy mercy, O Lord, reacheth unto the heavens, and thy faithfulness unto the clouds. Thy righteousness standeth like the strong mountains, Thy judgments are like the great deep. Thou, Lord, shalt save both man and beast. How excellent is thy mercy, O God! And the children of men shall put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. They shall be satisfied with the plenteousness of thy house, and thou shalt give them drink of thy pleasures, as out of the river. For with thee is the well of life, and in thy light shall we see light. O continue forth thy loving kindness unto them that know thee, and thy righteousness unto them that are true of heart. O let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the ungodly cast me down. There are they fallen, all that work wickedness. They are cast down, and shall not be able to stand. Psalm 138 on page 513. I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. Even before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple, and praise thy name, because of thy loving kindness and truth. 
For thou hast magnified thy name, and thy word above all things. When I called upon thee, thou heardest me, and endurest my soul with much strength. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord, for they have heard the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. As for the proud, he beholdeth them afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, yet shalt thou refresh me. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand upon the furiousness of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord shall make good his loving kindness toward me. Yea, thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Despise not, then, the works of thine own hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the first book of Samuel. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at mine enemies, because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth, for the Lord is the God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty men are broken, and those who stumbled are girded with strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, and the hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren has borne seven, and she who has many children has become feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king, and exalt the horn of his anointed. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
Here beginneth the 18th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to J Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, O Lord, pour thy grace into our hearts, that as we have known the incarnations of thy Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel, so by his cross and passion we may be brought into unto the glory of his resurrection through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, 
may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening on um, Annunciation, uh, evening prayer on Annunciation Day, where we celebrate the Annunciation. Of course, that's competitive, isn't it? We're um, looking at some passages, and uh, we're looking at a situation, the Annunciation itself. You guys hear me okay? Okay. My computer's locking up on some other stuff. Great. Okay. There it is. All right, here. Um, so we pause in our reading. Uh, we've been leading up to the passion of our Lord. And so as we're coming up and we're thinking about the, the great work of, of our Lord Jesus and his uh, reconciling of us to him, we get to take a moment and remember um, not only the story of Jesus, but we take a look again and we're reminded about the history of God's love and relationship with his people. In this case, we start with Hannah this evening. And we remember this history, as we remember the history, we see God reaching out to man and we see man's failure. And when I first was thinking about that, I was thinking it's not just man's failure, it's our failure to meet him along the road. In other words, as our, our we probably heard growing up, to meet somebody halfway. So God, seeing that we can't meet him, meet him halfway, um, he he loves us so much that he becomes us. He, he becomes man, travels down the road, and meets us where we live. And he offers us his hand. And if we take his hand, he leads us into his kingdom. And here, while we're waiting, we wait in our prayer for the fulfillment of our hope. But even as we wait, we enjoy the benefits of his love and presence in this time. So throughout the Old Testament, we see that God is the, um, he's the king, he's the God over uh, of creation and, and uh, birth. And so we've seen a couple of times, we've seen Sarah give birth and in her old age. And we've seen a lot of times where somebody has been able to, to accomplish something that you wouldn't be able to do with just man's help. And as you remember the story of Hannah, the mother of Samuel, she was uh, the favorite wife, but she didn't have children and she was scorned and ridiculed by the other wife who had uh, more children. And so um, she prayed and she prayed so much that Eli the priest said that, you know, you must be drunk and it's only nine in the morning. And she said, I'm not drunk, I'm just praying to God. And he asked what her prayer was and told her it would be answered. And uh, so she went away, and as she, when she became pregnant, she she uh, this is her prayer. And some people believe, and and I'm not sure because I have to look at them side by side more, and it doesn't. I I don't think it matters in our salvation or not. But uh, this is kind of a model. This this prayer of Hannah is a little bit of a model of uh, Mary's Magnificat, and uh, so it's a prayer of a woman who's been given something that um, she didn't think she would ever have. Important parts of this prayer is no one is holy like the Lord. And there's none beside you, nor is there any rock like our God. And when we think of God as a rock, we think of how a salvation history of the his people and how he's always come through and he's always been willing to be there. And so it's just the important point is we have to take his hand. And then another important um, verse is in verse 10, because it reminds us that with the strength of man, no one shall, shall prevail. It's only through God. 
And it says, The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. And so we see this faithful person, Hannah, and um, we're going to move into Matthew. And we're going to look at another faithful person. This morning we, we looked at, and in the, in the uh, communion service today for Annunciation, we saw a faithful person. And I'm sure you heard that, you know, Mary was like uh, the success where Eve was not the success. And she said, be unto me as as you be under me as your word as your word is said in other words not thy will not my will but thy will be done so now we see joseph who's uh it's described as faithful to the lord um he's the son of david so he's in the line of king david and he was a, he was a faithful man he follows direction as a result he becomes a big part of prophecy and a part of god's story so joseph uh this is the verse joseph son of david do not be afraid to take to you mary your wife for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And of course, Joseph was nervous because his betrothed the wife who is uh, supposed to be a virgin is pregnant. And uh, so there's two things they can do. They can have that person stoned or he can, a person can put them quietly away. And it gives a little bit of uh, note into Joseph's character that he was going to put her away quietly rather than uh, demand the ultimate sacrifice for what appeared to be sin. So, I think the real point of these faithful people that we're, we're seeing on the Annunciation this weekend, where we, we uh, focus a little bit on the Annunciation, is that in general, people see with their eyes and they fret and worry. And in God's new covenant, it changes us. And through His Spirit living in us, we see what God sees. Although, as St. Paul said, it's as though through a mirror darkly. But we do see with the Spirit. And yes, the kingdom to come is greater than where we are now. And as God promised in the Old Testament, it will be greater than the former. So what we see when we look at Hannah, Mary, Joseph, um, we celebrate the message to Mary that God is with us. It's the best news that we, we could have. Um, he bestows his love on us. He is purifying us. And he is our hope now and to come. And so um, our job, our answer to all the things when we see with through our earthly eyes and we see the troubles of men rather than through God is to remember uh, what St. John told us to do, which was practice righteousness. And so like these faithful people, we stand in our prayer. We always remember who God is and who we are in relation to him. And in our faith, even when it is in opposition with the popular culture and in our hope living in the kingdom that is while we continue to anticipate the fulfillment of the kingdom of, at Christ's return, which will be better. But we're living there now, and I think that's really important that we remember where we live and we enjoy the benefits of God's presence where we are at this moment and give thanks that we have somewhere to go in the future. One more thing, um, tomorrow we start Passion Tide, and so we won't be doing the Gloria Patri. So uh, that might be like feel like a surprise. I didn't want it to um, sneak up on you tomorrow when, when that stops. And we will pick it up again on Easter morning on that glory. And the glorious Easter service, we get to pick up that again. So the intercession is on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of this same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. 
Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance in better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Have a great rest of the weekend, and uh, see you in church tomorrow as we start Passion Tide. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thanks.